Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome to Studio de Hifri. I am... Kavanaugh! I'm me. I'm Jeff Kavanaugh. Nice to see you guys. Two things I want to talk about today. One is we're going to show a statistic and why Michael Gallup deserves a little bit more love than he tends to get sometimes as we think about the Cowboys offense, even though he's probably going to miss a few weeks going into this season. Just a little Michael Gallup appreciation and why coming at you. And the NFL's top 10 quarterbacks. I get it. People do love lists. People love lists. I like lists. I got no problem with lists. But why this list isn't even all that important and what you should really take from trying to rank quarterbacks. Those two things are coming at you. I want to thank my partners at Bet Online who continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can get all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA Summer League. Huh? Please leave in the comments if you're putting if you're betting on the NBA Summer League. Shout out to Hardy, the newest Maverick. MLB They got the latest fighting news, next season's NFL futures. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. I'm going to show you a thing here for my guy. This is my guy, PFF, who um, he's one of the nerds at Pro Football Focus. And I say nerd in a loving way. You can see the books on my bookshelf and the bookshelf in the living room. My nerd stuff is super cool. Uh, this is wide receivers who are covered by the opponent's best cornerback most often in the last two years. Now, for the last two years, Amari Cooper's been part of the Cowboys receiving core, so has CeeDee Lamb, and so has Michael Gallup, who's been covered by the best cornerback most often in the last two seasons. Well, for the Cowboys, the answer is Michael Gallup. As you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, the ninth highest in the entire NFL is Michael Gallup. The reason that I find this fun and important is Kellen Moore's become one of the biggest kind of targets of the Cowboys, which is really interesting considering the Cowboys basically just lead the NFL in yards and near leading the league in points, and they do it every year unless their quarterback's hurt, but we pretend that Kellen is inept. Yet, the Cowboys offense is one of the offenses that finds a way that their number one receiver and their number two receiver, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, neither one of them is facing the number one cornerback most often. Most often, that is Michael Gallup. And how does that happen? Well, it's a great question. It's also part of why Sean McVay is considered such a badass. Uh, I didn't pull the graphic for this one, but the wide receiver who is covered by linebackers most often in the entire league it's Cooper Cup. The dude who is maybe the best receiver in football, led the league in everything. He's also the wide receiver of the NFL who is covered by a linebacker more than any other receiver in the entire league. Why? Because you scheme it up that way. You plan it that way. Like in the case of why Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb is not the Cowboy who sees other teams' number one corner most often. The answer to the why is because Michael Gallup most often plays X. X receiver is opposite side of the tight end, going to be lined up on the line of scrimmage where a cornerback can be right here pressing him, right? it's He's the guy who has the hardest job getting a release off the line of scrimmage. That's why if you think about the Cowboys offense, you can picture this in your head. If they're moving a guy pre-snap, it's probably Amari. And if it's not Amari, it's probably CeeDee. 
So they're trying to find ways to get their best receivers in the most advantageous positions where they can get off the line of scrimmage easier and perhaps to draw a linebacker in coverage. That's why sometimes, I guess you can't technically call them the X, but if you just wanted to blow out position group names, I was just watching a, or I was reading an article. It's maybe on Katie Drummond's website, like the Cowboys Wire or something. Um, Because I was trying to find percentages of how often Amari Cooper plays the X. And... It was just a video of a few different plays, and none of them is he playing the X, and some of them technically your tight end is playing the X, even though the X, I guess, is technically opposite the tight end, but the tight end is the guy who's playing with three receivers over here. He's over here by himself on the line of scrimmage. They, The Cowboys do a good job of using their non-prolific guys to draw the toughest coverage to give their most prolific guys the best chance at success, much like Sean McVay does with Cooper Cup. Uh, and so I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. Michael Gallup has been a good player for the Cowboys, and he's been a good player for the Cowboys while drawing the toughest coverage amongst all of them. Now, that doesn't mean that teams are trying the hardest to stop Michael Gallup. That just means the single person across from him is their best corner more often than any other receiver. Still, you're going to get plenty of coverage that is dictated to where is number 19, where is number 88. But shout out to Michael Gallup. Give that man his flowers today. Other thing I wanted to get to, the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL, and you are welcome to leave in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh on this video. Where would you put Dak Prescott? Because, you know, Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. That's what everybody does here. So this is according to NFL execs, scouts, and blah, 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 blah. And Dak Prescott is number 10, which I got no problem with. If you told me that you had him number 7, great. If you told him you had number 11, okay. Uh, They have him at number 10. Lists are fun, but I don't really care about the order. If I had to make the order, they went with Aaron Rodgers 1, Pat Mahomes 2. I'd probably flip that. I think Mahomes is probably the best quarterback in football. They have Josh Allen three, Tom Brady four. Sure, that's fine. Uh, I think that might be a little bit high for Josh Allen, but what tends to happen with lists like this is it's like, how did your team do last year? Because if you were going to, like just for fun, go look up Joe Burrow and compare him to Justin Herbert statistically, and I don't have it in front of me, but I would imagine that Justin Herbert is going to win that. Uh, Justin Herbert is technically younger than Joe Burrow, and I believe he's been a better quarterback, but Joe Burrow's team did very well last year. And so Joe Burrow was voted the fifth best quarterback in the NFL ahead of Matt Stafford at six and Justin Herbert at seven, Russell Wilson at eight, who eh, maybe he needs to earn his way back up onto that list. Deshaun Watson at nine is pretty wild-ass considering he didn't play last year, and I doubt that he's going to play this year. Uh, so to have Deshaun Watson in the top 10, Dak Prescott at 10, and then at number 11, the guy that makes no sense to me, he has an MVP award and he's won 37 games and lost 12 and they win those games because of him. The idea that Lamar Jackson's not one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL to me is absolutely asinine. He plays the position different than everybody else. That's fine. 37 and 12. Last year without him, what did they go like? 0 and 10, 1 and 9, something silly like that. Like, if Lamar Jackson is your quarterback, and by the way, he got hurt in the pocket. So the idea that like, oh my God, he ran around. I mean, the Cowboys quarterback ran and during a run play snapped his ankle in half, but we don't pretend like he's going to always be hurt. 
Lamar Jackson got hurt in the pocket, and all of a sudden he's hurt all the time. He can't be top ten. Uh, so that one's weird. But if you have Lamar Jackson, if you have Dak Prescott, if you have anybody that's on this exec's top ten, the real measurement for a quarterback to me is am I looking for another one or am I happy? And if you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, you should be happy. If you have Dak, you should be happy. If you have Deshaun Watson, you probably should not be happy. But the Browns don't give half a crap what the world thinks. And maybe 12 months from now, most people won't care. And then they'll be happy. If you have Russell Wilson, you're happy. Herbert, happy. Stafford, happy. Burrow, happy. Brady, happy. Allen, happy. Mahomes, happy. Aaron Rodgers, happy. And then you might draw the line maybe after those top 11. Like, if you have Derek Carr, are you happy? Are you looking at that and saying, oh, dude, we got our quarterback. We are rocking and rolling. Woo, he just got paid again, and he's pretty good. He's a good quarterback. And then if you have Kyler Murray, are you happy? Maybe. I think so. Maybe the line is right after them. Maybe if you have one of the top 13, you're happy. And Kirk Cousins becomes the line. It's just weird to me how we do this because guys who get ranked really, really, really high are the guys who, like, Matt Stafford goes all the way up to number six because the Rams win the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow goes all the way up to number five because of how far their team went, getting to the Super Bowl. And is either of them a better quarterback than Herbert? Probably not. Is either of them a better quarterback than Dak? Maybe, maybe I do love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's so fun. The way he moves around the pocket, the way he makes things happen. I do love me some Joe Burrow. But anyway, so you can nitpick the list and you can do it your own way in whatever order you want. I guess if I were to order it, Deshaun Watson absolutely wouldn't be in the top ten because he's about to be on year two of not playing football. Uh, Dak would either be where he is at 10 or he would be ahead of Deshaun. Dak versus Lamar is interesting. Dak versus Russell Wilson is interesting. Dak versus Matt Stafford is interesting. And then I'd probably put Herbert in front of all those guys. But whatever, right? We're nitpicking. And it's like we try to put these things into these neat little boxes where it's like, no, no, no. He is definitively this, this, and this. And I'm like, right, except for the year before, and then the year before that, actually, he was better than all four of them, and then the year after that, that guy was better than, like, we're splitting hairs, and it doesn't really matter. There are 10 to 13 really good quarterbacks in the league, and if you have one, good for you. And if you don't, then you're hoping to find one. That's the way that goes. Thanks to my guys at Bet Online for presenting this to you. Um, just wanted to swing through with a non-live video for the people. From the offices of... Canada. Remember... You have no idea what anybody is going through, so be cool to everybody. I will tell you on a personal note. Shout out to my guys at NAMI. NAMI North Texas Mental Health for All. I'm on my way to therapy here in a couple of hours. In a lot of ways, my mental health has drastically improved over the last few months. Like Quitting the job has been great for me. And in a lot of ways, you keep going through therapy and you find new things. And you realize other stuff you got to work on. And life continues to throw challenges at you. So if you are out there and you've got challenges... I swear on everything, you are not alone. I got them right this second. <laughs> so do a lot of different people. So remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.